I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. 97.3 The Fan is proud to bring you high school football coverage. We'll take an in-depth look at what's going on around high school football in the San Diego section with the coach, John Cantera. This is absolutely fantastic that we're getting the high school football back on the air because high school football in San Diego is big time. And Braden Surprenant. Elian Noah to the near side, cuts it from 35, 40, runs right up the hash mark, he goes to the far side, breaks the tackle to 40, 35, 30, 25, 20, one man to beat, 15, 10, 5, reaches the end zone, touchdown Helix. From player and coach interviews to game picks and breakdowns of the best matchups of the week, we've got you covered on the High School Football Show on 97.3 The Fan. And our high school football show brought to you by the Eric Parades Save a Life Foundation. Did you know that sudden cardiac arrest is the number one killer of student athletes? Register to screen your team this Sunday, October 6th at epsavealife.org slash the fan. Good evening, everyone. On a little bit late due to uh, Thursday night football, but what a ball game it was tonight. The uh, Seattle Seahawks hang on for a 30-29 to win over the Los Angeles Rams. We've got a very busy show uh, coming up at uh, about 9.35 tonight. We've got three uh, star athletes at Cathedral Catholic coming in studio. We've got one of their coaches with them tonight. We'll introduce them uh, coming up at about 9.35. But tomorrow night here on 97.3, the fan and radio.com, we've got a marvelous matchup tomorrow night. Uh, two league rivals uh, going at it. It'll be uh, Carlsbad High coming down the freeway to take on the Torrey Pines Falcons. Uh, both teams coming off buys last week. Thad McNeil's ball club four and one. Pines sitting at three and two right now. Uh, Carlsbad two and zero oh in league. Torrey Pines zero oh and one. And we're going to be uh, joined right now by the head coach of the Carlsbad Lancers. Thad McNeil joins me on ninety-seven three. The fan coach, welcome and how are you? I'm doing real well. Thanks for having me on the show. Ah, very uh, nice to have you, and looking forward to calling the ball game tomorrow night. I, I have to tell you, I've watched uh, the last couple of weeks. Uh, uh, one of the guys that was a star for you the last few years up there at Carlsbad, Asa Turner, playing some pretty good football as a true freshman for Washington right now. Yeah, for sure. We're, we're just uh, real excited that uh, he's having an opportunity to play, and uh, Washington's pretty they're on a roll right now. Uh, I know they have a big game Saturday against Stanford, so uh, we'll be watching that one closely. Hey, let's talk a little bit about your ball club. You guys have gotten off to a very good start, uh, sitting at 4-1, and 2-0 uh, and oh in league play right now. You're coming off a bye. Uh, what's been the real strength of your football team so far? Well, it's just a really great group of kids. Um, you know, I think we're, we're just playing pretty solid football. We're not turning the ball over a whole, a whole lot. Our defense has been very, very uh, stout. And uh, offensively, we're, we're, we're not clicking on all cylinders, but uh, we're getting close. And uh, this is just a really fun group to coach, and uh, hopefully we can keep it going. You know, I saw your uh, scrimmage uh, when you guys had that three-way uh, uh, over at Sam Squall, and uh, you guys looked pretty good that night. I know it was early, but uh, you, you guys looked pretty good. I was pretty impressed, and I think going into this year, everybody was expecting you guys to have a pretty good ball club coming off a, a real nice season a year ago. 
Yeah, you know, we feel like we're getting, we're we're just we're, we feel like we're uh, very competitive. We're battling. Uh, we lost to East Lake two years ago in the semifinals by a, a field goal. Last year we ended up number three in the county, and we we got beat by a really good cathedral team. And so we're right there. Um, we just got to find a way to knock that door down and uh, and uh, win the whole thing. Uh, tell me a little bit about your quarterback, Aiden Sayan. Uh, it seems like he's gotten off to a pretty decent start. Eight touchdowns right now, only one interception. Yeah, Aiden's uh, doing a good job. He's a junior. He's, he's a real accurate passer. Um, very, very smart football player. Um, you know, he uh, is doing a pretty good job grasping our offense. He's, he's coming along just fine. Um, I think he's got a bright future. What's the strength of your football team? I mean, is it the offensive line, defensive line, linebackers? Where do you really feel uh, is the meat and potatoes of this football team? You know, that's a, that's a good question. I, <laughs> I, I, would, I, I would say it starts our, our defense is playing real well. Um, you know, in the Hart game, uh, they had a scholarship quarterback going to Cal Berkeley, and we, we, we picked him off twice. Um, in the Milliken game, they scored one touchdown. We went up to Lawndale, and uh, it was 16-14 at half, and, and we, we, we gave up a couple touchdowns. But they were a real dynamic team, and, and uh, they won the state championship last year. Um, and then uh, we were able to really uh, play real tough against Mission Hills. Uh, gave up uh, – uh, that was 17-7, and um, the seven points was a uh, punt return. And then last week, San Marcos, uh, 28-7, you know, so – I think our defense is is leading the charge, and um, offensively, I think what we're doing well is, like I said, we're we're uh, taking care of the football. And I, I think when you protect your quarterback and you don't turn the ball over, um, you have a good chance to win. So, uh, special teams wise as well, we have a really good kicker named Wyatt Hawkins, and he's been outstanding. He punts for us, he kicks off, and he's hit a couple clutch field goals. So, um, I like to just say we have a pretty re- well-rounded team. And uh, we don't care who gets the glory. We're just uh, trying to do it all together. We're visiting with Thad McNeil, the head football coach of uh, Carlsbad High School. And again, tomorrow night, right here on 97.3 The Fan and the Radio.com app. You can download it and uh, hear this ball game anywhere uh, in the universe. And again, tomorrow night, Carlsbad going to Torrey Pines, uh, a key uh, league game for both squads. I wanted to ask you a little bit about your non-league schedule and your philosophy. You started out with Hart Newhall. You, you beat them 42-14. And boy, over the years of me doing this show since 1990, uh, they've had a great program. That's a great win. Uh, you you uh, beat up uh, Long Beach Milliken 52-7, to and then you got beat by Lawndale. What's your philosophy uh, of going out of town? I know you've got relationships having coached up in uh, the Orange County area, but uh, three teams from outside of San Diego to start the year. You know, it's just a matter of trying to find games. We would, ra- we would rather play in San Diego. Uh, but we've played Arizona teams. I've played two teams from Arizona. Um, we've we've played St. Augustine um, at least four times since I've been there, um, and it's it's actually frustrating. You know, <laughs> I, I want to stay in our county, uh, but we can't find games in our county, and so we're having to go out of county and really up our schedule. You know, I love playing great competition, so that that gets my juices flowing for sure. Um, you know, we are so excited to play Hart because uh, they're a storied program. Their, their, pro, their uh, head coach has been there for a long time. And then Long Beach uh, Milliken, had, they have two scholarship players on that team. Um, so they, they're coming off an 8-3 and three season. And then, of course, Lawndale, that was a big challenge. They have four committed players. They have a DN going to USC and 
two of their uh, secondary guys are going to the University of Washington, and the quarterback's going to t- Middle Tennessee. So we knew uh, this preseason was going to test us. And, uh, you know, I, I guess philosophy-wise, um, I want to play the best teams in, 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 uh, in, in the county or out of county um, and really test ourselves. The avocado schedule in itself will be uh, very, very taxing. And so we feel like it's going to get us ready. Uh, hopefully uh, it'll pay some dividends. You and Torrey Pines have had some uh, really uh, good ball games since you took over uh, uh, now a number of years ago there at Carlsbad. When you take a look at Torrey on offense, defense, special teams, what's the biggest concern going into the game tomorrow night? Well, I, I just think they're very, very well coached, and their kids play really hard. And um, because of the success they've, they've had, they have so much pride and tradition in, in what they do. Um, I think this particular ball club is uh, more well-rounded or as far as uh, there's not a bunch of superstars like last year. Um, you know, I just think we, uh, you know, we, we have to play a very, very solid game. we got to be on our game. They're going to be at home. And uh, they're concerning. You know, they got really good players. So um, I can't wait for a great, great night of football tomorrow night. I know our, our guys are real excited to play them. I got to ask you before I let you go. I know you had a big trip last week, and it was a bye week. All the guys got their work in. You caught a plane, went to Alabama, watched Alabama play. Talk a little bit about that experience, because I know your buddies with Steve Sarkeesian. Yeah, you know, it's, it was just a special deal during our bye week. Uh, I, I have a group of my best friends from high school that played football with me right at Carlsbad High. Uh, there was eight of us on this trip. Uh, <laughs> last year, we went to Michigan. The year before, we went to LSU, and it's kind of a way for me to uh, get away from my, my regular job and just have fun and uh, to see uh, really maybe the best dynasty in college football in a long time. And uh, Coach Stark took care of us, and uh, it was just an unbelievable weekend to see the Crimson Tide um, really roll over uh, Old Miss. It was, it was a, a great weekend. Oh, that's great. Well, hey, we'll look forward to seeing you tomorrow night, Coach. We're really excited about doing this game. It'll be uh, both uh, for your fans on 97.3 The Fan as well as Radio.com. So pass that on to all the folks. That way, uh, Grandma and Grandpa, if they don't live in town, they can definitely listen to the ball game tomorrow night. All right. That's awesome. Take care, Thad, and thanks again. Yeah, thanks for having me. You're welcome. Thad McNeil, head football coach at Carlsbad. And again, uh, kickoff tomorrow night. Uh, We'll be on at 7 o'clock, but the uh, game actually going to get underway at uh, 7.15 tomorrow night at Torrey Pines. We go from the uh, visiting coach to the home coach tomorrow night, doing a great job in my alma mater. And that is one Ron Gladnick joins me on 97.3 The Fan. Ron, how are you? Hi, John. How you doing? Hey, Braden. Uh, Braden's here. Uh, we're we're going, all coach? down here ready to roll tomorrow night. I, I got to ask you because people have been asking me, and we've been doing games on Friday night, and I haven't seen you guys play yet, so I'm really excited about being on campus and watching you play. People are asking me, how good is Tory? And I'm going, I really don't know right now. Well, how good is Tory this year? <laughs> well, you know, we're, we're a very, very young team. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we, we kind of got banged up early, so tomorrow we'll basically be back to the same lineup we had you know, when we played Los Alamitos week one, um, you know, and well, we're just really excited to play. It was nice to have a bye week. Uh, but, you know, when you look back over the last five years, every Carlsbad and Tory game, with the exception of one, has been decided by seven points or less. So it doesn't seem to matter how good we are or how good they are. It's, you know, a matchup kind of game, and we just seem to play incredibly close football games. 
Well, uh, tomorrow night should be a heck of a ball game, no question about that. You guys come in at 3-2. and two. Uh, You lost a game a couple weeks ago uh, against El Camino. You're breaking in a sophomore quarterback, uh, Braden Fowler Nicolosi. Tell me a little bit about him. Well, he's a very talented young man. He has a strong arm. You know, he's a, he's a good kid. He's learning the system. Um, you know, and, and he's learning that he has to take care of the football. And, you know, we're a team that's, you know, very system-driven, and we have to do things a certain way. And, you know, when you look at the two games we've lost, uh, we didn't take care of the football well, and we didn't get off the field enough on third down. And you know, our kids are very aware of that, and we've been working very hard to correct those situations so that, you know, we can continue to grow and be more competitive as the season goes along. Let me ask you this. You guys had such an incredible season last year, and you, you got beat in the Open Championship, a great second half by Cathedral, and they were able to, to get you. How did you get everybody to, to come right back? You lost a lot. I mean, you lost some great players from last year. And then all of a sudden you guys take a few weeks off and boom, you're back in the weight room. How did you get that momentum back for the program? Because that was a tough loss. You guys were undefeated until the championship game. Yeah, I, um, you know, we, we've built uh, one of the things I'm really proud of at Tory, you know, over the last five years is we've kind of built a culture back and, you know, we've, we've got kids who are willing to work really hard because our kids understand for us to be competitive, you know, we just have to outwork people. And, you know, quite frankly, you know, one of the things we respect about Cathedral down the street is those guys work really hard, you know. And so the goal for us in a public school setting, you know, where we're, you know, basically tied to the kids in our district is we've got to build football players over four years and, to do that, we've got to spend a lot of time in the weight room and you know, a lot of time working on the things we need to work on to be a competitive football program. You know, I wanted to ask you, Brian Driscoll, who's your big left tackle, had a great career at Torrey Pines up at Cal. Uh, what's his status up there? Is he getting an opportunity to play? They redshirted him. What are they doing with him? No, I actually, well, the goal is in an ideal world, they'd like to redshirt Brian, but he's running with the twos. Uh, Coach Greatwood up there, the O-line coach, basically told me he's the next lineman in. But, you know, the new NCAA rule, a kid can play in four games and still redshirt. So we're hoping that Brian gets some seasoning and still gets the benefit of a redshirt year. Hey, tell me, and we're visiting with Ron Gladnick, the head football coach at Torrey Pines. Again, we got the game on tomorrow night. Uh, we'll be on the air at 7 o'clock, kickoff at 7.15 from Falcon Stadium. Tell me a little bit about your senior uh, fullback, Cale Helfrich. It uh, seems like he's been carrying the pigskin quite a bit early in the year. Yeah, Cale's a big physical kid. You know, he's about 205 pounds, and, you know, he may be carrying the football, but he's one of those guys who even when he's carrying the football is the hitter. He's not really the hitty. Um and, you know, he's, he's just gotten better and better. Uh, he did not play last year. So he had a situation last year, a family situation that didn't allow him to play football. So it's, you know, he's kind of starting, the, the rust is starting to come off and he's carrying the ball better and better. And you know, he's a fun guy to watch carry because he, he's not one to avoid tacklers. <laughs> <laughs> well, he had last year off. He, he's, he's fresh. He's ready to go. He's, very fresh. Hey, uh, tell me uh, defensively, who've been a couple of playmakers for you early in the year? Well, uh, Marco Notriani and Grant Anderson. Um, you know, we're really fortunate to have two kids with multiple Division One offers at linebacker. Uh, Grant is, you know, a pure inside guy, and you know, Marco's a guy we move all over the place. Uh, 
you know, inside, outside, he's 6'4", 215, super athletic, uh, you know, definitely makes an impact on every game he's in and uh, just a fun, fun player to watch. Yeah, I want to ask you, and I should ask that because I've been asking a lot of the coaches this, uh, you know, uh, we know about the concussion situation and parents, some parents are, don't want their kids to come out and play, and I, I understand. Every, every family's got to make their own decision. I wanted to find out, where are you at with numbers? Are you happy with the numbers in your program at varsity, JV, and freshmen? Um, we're a little down, not super down. Uh, our our sophomore class, who actually our juniors now who are our last year's juniors who are seniors, it's a small class for us. But outside of that, all of our classes have kind of been our normal numbers. Um, you know, we were at about 129 kids in the program. We feel like next year we'll be back up into that 150 to 155 range, which is kind of normal for us. Uh, that'll be great. Well, Coach, we're looking forward to being out there tomorrow night. Hopefully I'll get a chance to shake hands with you before kickoff. Good luck, and uh, should be a heck of a game. You guys know one another very well. Should be another tight contest tomorrow night. Well, we have such, you know, they're great guys up there at Carlsbad. We have a ton of respect for them, and looking forward to seeing you, John, and thank you guys for everything you're doing for high school football. Yeah, you're welcome, Coach, and uh, see you tomorrow night, and good luck. All right, take care. There you go. Uh, two good guys right there, Thad McNeil and Ron Gladnick. Looking forward to calling that ball game. We're going to take a timeout. When we come in back... Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. We've got uh, four in-studio guests tonight. we got outside linebacker coach Mario Fierro from um, Cathedral Catholic. we got their quarterback, DJ Ralph. we got their outside linebacker, Jordan Allen. And we got their middle linebacker, Devin Dye. we got it all here. We're going to 11 o'clock. This is the high school football show on 97.3 The Fan. We've got you covered on the High School Football Show on 97.3 The Fan. And welcome back to the High School Football Show. It's brought to you by the Eric Parades Save a Life Foundation. Did you know that sudden cardiac arrest is the number one killer of student-athletes? Register to screen your team this Sunday, October 6th, at epsavealife.org slash the fan. This is the, the great part of the program. Uh, I mean, I love all of our guests. We had uh, Coach McNeil on from Carlsbad, Coach Gladnick. But it's always fun when coaches and student-athletes come into our studio. It gives uh, Braden and I an opportunity to uh, get to know them. And we've uh, got uh, uh, Coach Mario Fierro, uh, the, uh, uh, one of the uh, outside linebacker coaches at uh, Cathedral. He's also the special teams coordinator. we got quarterback DJ Ralph in studio, along with outside linebacker Jordan Allen and middle linebacker Devin Dye. Gentlemen, great to have you here. How are you doing tonight? Great to be here, Coach. All right, uh, Mario, I'm going to start with you a little bit. You're a uni grad, and uh, you've had a, an interesting background. You're in your 13th year coaching football at uh, uni slash cathedral. Uh, boy, it had been quite a ride, hadn't it, working with Coach Doyle? Absolutely. Coach Doyle uh, gave me the opportunity to join uh, the program in uh, 2007. I was still a baby, you know, five years out of college, and uh, graduated from San Diego State, uh, started uh, coaching the JV, uh, coached O-line, D-line, 
uh, was the uh, one of the freshman head coaches. We have two teams. So I was the, the, the B team head coach for a couple of years, went back to JV, did linebacker special teams, and ran the defense until I was called up to varsity about five years ago and uh, did outside linebackers, uh, helped uh, uh, Braden Surprendent's dad uh, coach special teams and uh, took over this year as special teams coordinator. Oh, that's great. Uh, Devin, uh, you're putting together quite a career for yourself there at Cathedral Catholic. You had a great junior year. You're off to a good start this year. Uh, uh, what, what's the difference maybe between this team this year? You guys were 12-2. and two. You got to the state championship game. You won the open division title game against Torrey Pines. Uh, you're off to a good start. You're ranked 31st in the country right now, uh, number two in San Diego. You had that tough loss a few weeks ago to Helix. But anything different with this team from a year ago? Because both these teams look pretty good to me. Uh, the main difference that I would say would be just like becoming a senior this year and being a junior last year to have people above me to lead me last year and this year being being the leaders on the team is just different and just showing how we have to show the juniors, sophomores, and freshmen how to like set the standards so that we can uh, continue winning. All right, uh, DJ Ralph, uh, I've known your dad forever and ever. He's coached at a variety of different spots here in San Diego, always had a lot of success. Uh, I'd heard a lot about you. I'd never seen you play the last year. I saw you playing in the wing T offense. Now you're in your second year. How's it coming along? Because it couldn't have been easy. You're used to dropping back and throwing the ball a lot as a kid growing up, and all of a sudden you're in a wing T offense. How difficult was it to learn it? Um, it was pretty tough. Uh, last year, my junior year, I took my first under center snap in my whole life. And, um, you know, as more games went on, I just got more and more comfortable. And especially going into my senior year, I feel I feel pretty comfortable in the offense. And it's a lot of fun once you, once you, you know, you feel good in the offense and can get a groove going. Okay, let's talk to the guy at the end down there. Uh, I remember watching uh, Dad play at Point Loma for the great Benny Edens. Uh, uh, Jordan Allen, you're having a great career. All three of you guys are having remarkable high school careers. Uh, what's it been like so far here as a senior and being one of those upper echelon guys, even though you've been a starter now for a few years at Cathedral? Uh, it feels like time flies, you know. Uh, just I remember like yesterday I was a sophomore uh, with Coach Fierro. Like, <laughs> it's crazy. Uh yeah, just uh, filling the role in for leadership. It's just, it's it's a, it's a great experience here at Cathedral, and uh, yeah, good stuff, uh, Mario. I'm going to come back to you, and again, sure. we're visiting with Mario Fierro, the uh, outside linebacker coach, uh, special teams coordinator, quarterback DJ Ralph, outside linebacker Jordan Allen, middle linebacker Devin Die, all in our 97.3 uh, The Fan Studios tonight. Talk about each one of these guys a little bit, what, what you see in them, because you're out there on the field, and, uh, I mean, you're, you're working with Jordan, right? Absolutely. Jordan's in your group. Yes. But but talk about all three of them a little bit, because you've been around them now for a few years. Well, uh, DJ transferred to our school as a junior, and he filled in seamlessly right off the bat, and he took the starting quarterback position, which is an easy, isn't an easy thing to do. And like he said, last year was his first snap under center. But if you watch his play last year and then this year, it's night and day. This year he is uh, playing so well, and it's, it's, it's such a, an incredible thing to see how he's grown, and it's a testament to him and his film study over, over the course of a year. Uh, Devin and Jordan uh, both came up as freshmen during our state title run uh, when we defeated uh, St. Mary's uh, back mm -hmm. in 2016, and they got to see how uh, some of those guys who were great players, guys like Jordan Jenmark Heath, who's you know starting at middle linebacker at Notre Dame, uh, Maroni Anai, who is an uh, outside linebacker for me, one of the best uh, linebackers I've coached. Uh, Jordan got to see what kind of intensity uh, we expect from those guys. And those guys every year uh, both got called up to the varsity as sophomores and uh, played 
Jordan was playing uh, with uh, Ethan Simley, who was an all-CIF player, and Jake Lynch, uh, John's kid, mm-hmm. uh, as a sophomore. And, and Devin got called up and, and played some inside linebackers. So these are guys that have been entrenched in our program for the last four years, and it's, and it's amazing to see how they've grown. Yeah, i got to ask all three of you guys, because all three of you come from a tremendous family background of athleticism. And, uh, Devin, I'm going to start with you. Your dad was a remarkable baseball player. i got all the respect in the world. I've never met your dad. I saw him walking into the game last year, and I think we're going to have him on the show next week and talk about the playoffs. But I love watching Jermaine Dye play. He had a great career. You look at his numbers, over 300 homers in the big leagues, over 1,000 RBIs. What kind of dad is he when you, you and your, your brother uh, played uh, ball? Uh, and I'm surprised you guys aren't playing baseball. But uh, talk a little bit about what's it like uh, being raised in a home with a professional athlete. Uh, it's nice. He's there always to critique me. He shows me right from wrong. Um, usually he watches film with me. He can show he can pick up the tendencies that the offense picks up that I can't see because uh-huh. he was at a higher level than me so far. And he just shows me, like, that if I just make my reads and just do what the coaches say, that like they're usually right, so that I'll make the play. And yeah. When you were growing up, uh, was was he tough on you, or was mom tougher on you? Who's more competitive, your mom or your dad? Uh, I would say my <laughs> my dad because just because like from playing baseball, just competitive nature. Ah, good stuff. Uh, DJ, I'm going to ask you, because your dad, like I said, I've known him for a long time. I've known him uh, since his days uh, at Santana and then to St. Augustine. He made a bunch of other moves. And uh, talk a little bit about what it was like growing up in your family, because I know uh, at an early age he had you destined to be a quarterback, and that's where you're at right now. Yes, sir. Uh, it was a lot of fun growing up with him. Uh, it's it's funny I'm playing for Cathedral now, but growing up <laughs> I was the ball boy for Saints, and uh, you know I was always on that sideline. and. Yeah, I think it's ironic now, but it was definitely definitely a blessing. I learned a lot about football that way, and um, you know, it just growing up being a part of a football. T- I always felt like I was a part of a football team. It made me think that I wanted to do this when I was older, and you know, like a couple years, I'll be in this spot, and and that's where we're at right now. Uh, that's great. Uh- Jordan, let's talk a little bit about your dad. Eric Allen, I watched him play at Point Loma. I saw his uh, years at Arizona State. Great player. Had a great career uh, there with the Eagles, New Orleans, and Oakland. What was it like growing up with dad? Uh, I just, growing up, I just loved, like, learning about uh, the life lessons that he was told by, like, other legends in the NFL, like Reggie White, Charles Woodson, a couple others, like Jerry Rice, who was his teammate on the Raiders. So there was just a lot of lessons that were told. It's not even about football, just just about being a better man on and off the field. So it's been pretty cool. Oh, that's great. So was he tough on you at all? Is he tough on you now after a ball game sometimes? Or he let you decompress? My mom's uh, a lot more tough on me. You know, I've noticed when I've done those cathedral yeah. games, and we got the Holy Bowl coming up in a couple of weeks, and we'll have it right here on 97.3 The Fan. The, the moms from cathedral that show yeah. up for those football games, they're pretty intense compared to the yeah. dads. <laughs> they're really intense. Like, my mom and a bunch of others are just going crazy. It's just like, it, it's the environment around. Like, that's what that's what the culture is at cathedral. It's just... Uh, the love and uh, faith we have for our football team. It's just, it's been cool. Oh, that's good stuff right there. Mario, I want to come back to you. Uh, you guys got beat a couple of weeks ago. We had that game, uh, the Cathedral uh, Helix game. They got you, and they got you pretty good that night down at Helix. Uh, you know, Sean Doyle, I've always had a lot of respect for him, but it, after that game was over, I mean, you guys were ranked right, you know, in the top 10 in the country. A tough loss after coming. Uh, um, 
uh, up the prior two weeks with nationally ranked wins over teams. You had the game over Saguaro. You had the game over uh, 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 Corona Centennial. And when that game was winding down, even with about 15 seconds to go, Sean Doyle was the first coach that started walking across the field to shake Robbie Owens' hand. And, and that said a lot to me. And I hope the players, I don't know if they picked up on it. I'm sure some of you coaches picked up on it. But he sent a tremendous message that night, I thought. Well, that's that's who Coach Doyle is, and that's why uh, our, our coaching staff is honored and, and blessed to play for a coach for such a for such a great man. Um, they were better than us that night. They, they they were better than us on offense, better than us on defense, better than us on special teams. Every facet of the game. That's why we got beat. Um, but Coach Doyle always says it's not how you start, it's how you finish. Uh, back in 1999, we started the season 0 and 5, <laughs> and we finished 8 0 and won CIF title. Uh, that's the stuff that is implanted into our heads uh, uh, from the beginning to the end, and it's the only game that matters is the last one, and that's why we are, you know, all that all that game didn't do anything but take away the goal of going undefeated. We can still win league, we can still win CIF, we can still win the state title, and those are ultimately our goals. Uh, good stuff right there. Devin, uh, you're one of the leaders, and all three of you guys are leaders on this football team, and guys that have been there for a few years, and you've, you've uh, you played in the state championship game last year. What was it like going back to practice on Monday after that Helix loss? Uh, it was good just knowing that coming off a tough loss that we just had to get better and prepare for the next team the next week so that we could not make the same mistakes and that we could come out on top and make, with the win. Uh, DJ, I'll ask you, you're the signal caller. You're the guy out there, and uh, the quarterback always gets far too much credit when they win and far too much blame when they lose. Uh, uh, what were your after that game, and what were your thoughts that night when Helix was, you know, getting up and down the field, and you guys were having to play from behind pretty much the entire game? Um, you know, they played great that night. It was a great game. Um, after that game, you know, I just, I think it just opened our eyes a little bit, and then you know, we we're we're not a perfect team. We, you know, we we still got to. There's still a team. Every time we go in week in and week out, the team's gonna try to beat us, and you know, we're not. You know, we just got to keep working hard, and um, I think. I think that that film session the next day really opened our eyes, and that next week of practice, I feel like we had great energy and we were flying around. And I think we corrected a lot of our mistakes, and yeah, it went really well. Jordan, what were your thoughts on that? Uh, you know, after the after the loss, uh, I, I was thinking for a long time, but I, I realized there's going to be some wins and losses down the road. Uh, you're not always going to come out on top, and uh, I think we bounced back like really well, uh, and dealing with adversity, being like the number 20 team in the nation. just One of those polls, you're yeah. in the top 10. Yeah, top 10 in the nation. So, uh, yeah, dealing with adversity is going to help you a lot in life. And I think uh, we're, we're fixing it on the road right now, and uh, I think we're going to be back and a lot better against them. Well, you got Point Loma tomorrow night. Demario Fierro, I'm going to go back to you. Uh, you and I, I got kind of fired up talking to you before we got on the air tonight because you sure. coached special teams. And special teams, you know, years ago it used to be kind of the thing in between uh, offense and defense. And special teams now is so important and it can change the complexion of a game, turn a game around, definitely the momentum. Uh, you got to be enjoying that. Well, let me tell you, uh, I, I knew I always wanted to be a coach. And I started kind of coaching when I was like 18, 19 years old. I was coaching down at parochial school in Coronado. Uh, Cam Cameron had his kids there. Uh -huh. He was coaching the Chargers at the time. And he tells me, hey, you know, Jim Harbaugh's having a clinic at USD. Why don't you stop by? Uh, Jim Harbaugh's dad spoke. Har Jim Harbaugh spoke. Cam Cameron spoke. And one of the things I still remember that I you know, took down is that he was talking about his brother John Harbaugh when he uh -huh. was a special teams coach in Philadelphia. 
he said, you don't rehearse special teams. You practice special teams. And that's kind of what I enjoy about special teams, that it's such an important part of the game that every day we practice exactly what we're going to do over the course of the week on Friday, whether it's kickoff, kickoff return, punt, punt return, and all the little intricacies because any situation, you need the hands team, you got to be ready. You need an onside kick, you got to be ready. You know, you know, a fake punt, fake field goal, you know, you got to be ready if the other team's going to do that. And the film study really helps you uh, be prepared, and, and it's fun kind of compartmentalizing that over the course of the week. And what I was telling you, when I, I coached at Torrey Pines, and uh, I always thought that, uh, you know, not everybody could be on offense and defense. You can only play so many players. But if you had guys that were willing to go down and hit and, you know, follow the rules, it's a great way to help develop young football players. Yeah, I mean, special teams is usually where a lot of sophomores uh, make their bones, so to speak. Uh, and then you got a lot of uh, juniors and seniors that may not be starting on offense or defense, and it's their opportunity to get on the field, and it's important, and we make it important because we, we, we treat it as such. It's not something we just throw away. We have meetings. Uh, we, we, like we said, we devote 20 minutes a day to it. Uh, it's, it's a very important part of what we do. Okay, I'm going to go down the line here. Big Devin died. big physical linebacker who likes to hit people, man. I mean, anybody in your area, they better be uh, have their head on a swivel because you like to hit people. There's no question about that. What are you thinking about school-wise? Who's talking to you right now? Uh, right now I'm talking to Northern Arizona, Montana, Tennessee State, um, Austin Pay, and then um, Southwest Minnesota. Good. Those are good. And you know what? As they continue to see you on tape, there are going to be more people ringing your phone. So uh, be on the lookout for those uh, uh, area codes outside of San Diego. DJ, your thoughts uh, school-wise. What are you thinking right yes, now? Um, currently, I have an offer from New Mexico, and uh, that's definitely an op a good option for me. Uh, I'm talking to San Jose as well, San Jose State. They had a big win a couple of weeks oh, ago against Arkansas. Yeah, that was awesome. I was watching that game. It was really exciting. They're doing a great job up there. Um also, Wyoming, uh, awesome school, and then uh, San Diego State as well. Oh, very nice, very nice. Uh, Jordan, how about you? Uh, right now, I have scholarships from two Power 5 schools and two Mountain West schools right now and uh, a couple from FCS. So it, it's been great uh, with coaching-wise and recruiting-wise for me, and uh, yeah. That's good stuff. Would you like to share those Power 5 schools? Yes, sir. Arizona State and Syracuse in the Mountain West are San Jose State, Utah State, and that's it. For that's me. a very nice selection. And hey, let me run down. I'm going to get back to Coach to finish it up here because we got about uh, two or three minutes. Jordan, what's your favorite uh, uh, class there at Cathedral? What, what, what area are you really good at? You really look forward to uh, walking I, through that door every day. Uh, I love my English class, and... My my teacher's the best. Like I'm with these two right here, Devin and DJ. So it's so it's always fun. Are, are these guys in your class? Yes, yeah. they're literally in my class. How'd you guys figure that out? <laughs> yeah, I don't. You guys sit next to one another too? Uh, we gotta move around. Yeah, we, we gotta move around. around. We can't yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. The teachers already know. DJ, how about you? What's your favorite class with these two jabronis in it? Or uh, that's definitely a fun class. Uh, Miss Karen's an awesome teacher. English is a lot of fun, and yeah, it's yeah, it's a lot of fun. Devin. Uh, I would probably say my English class, too, with them. Good. You guys, uh, and I'll start with you, Devin, and I'll work back uh, to Jordan. Uh, what are you uh, looking to major in in college? Have you thought that far? Um, right now I'm thinking probably business, but I don't know what, like, 
area in business yet. Okay, well, you got plenty of time. Uh, you don't normally need to do that until you uh, uh, get through the first couple of years of college. DJ, your thoughts? Uh, I was thinking business as well. Good. Uh, so, Jordan? Yeah, thinking business. All you guys are business yeah. guys. Uh, yeah. Well, I can understand that. I uh, haven't lived up in the uh, North <laughs> County area, and these guys see what uh, is out there. They, they want to make some money, and, you know, uh, they're, they're uh, with mom and dad right now, but one one of these days they're going to have to be out on their own. Mario, let's talk a little bit about Point Loma tomorrow night. You guys have been practicing hard all week. What do you expect out of the pointers tomorrow night? I expect them to fight from start to finish. Coach Hastings does a great job. He's a uni alum. He's been coaching at Point Loma for a long time. And, uh, you know, they beat us two years ago at our place, uh, 10 to 7. And, uh, you know, they always play us tough. And we played them in a couple CIF title games. Expect to be a great game. Homecoming for us. Uh, a lot of alumni come out. And it's really special. Hey, gentlemen, thanks so much for coming down tonight. We'll see you in a couple of weeks. We'll have the Holy Bowl right here on 97.3 The Fan and Radio.com. People all over the country are going to be able to hear that ball game. So thanks again, Mario. Thanks for uh, coming down. And uh, the gentlemen, thanks so much. Thank you for having Thank us. You. Thank you for having us. There you have uh, outside linebacker coach Mario Fierro of Cathedral Catholic, DJ Ralph, Jordan Allen, Devin Dye from Cathedral Catholic. We need to get to the top of the hour. We'll get you a, a national update. We'll come back. We'll uh, start jumping around the county with different ball games. We'll get you to the top 10. This is 97.3 The Fan. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.